0: Welcome to episode 63 of I Dream of Cameras, the podcast about cameras and camera collecting. My name is Jeff Greenstein.
1: And my name is Gabe Sachs. Welcome, welcome to episode 63. And what is special about 63, Mr. Jeff Greenstein? I do not know. I do not know. Oh, I want you to think back. I want you to think loving thoughts. I want you to think of, oh my gosh, there he is again. And we went to a coffee shop. and Uh, What happened?
0: 63 years ago, yes, was nineteen sixty. Yes, it was. Holy cow! Yes, I am excited was. about this. This is my favorite segment because oh, I have nothing to do with it.
1: Oh my gosh! Let me tell you something. All right, nineteen sixty was such a year. Okay, let's yes. let's talk about it. You okay, ready? I'm excited. In fact, there are so many. That I have oh. to name them. Like, I can't really just go, okay, this is about this. First of all, let's start with the Nicorex 35. Okay. Now, have we talked about this one recently? A little bit, but not a lot. Because we were talking about it with the uh, the meter and that stuff that I like.
0: This is a camera that I often see at camera shops and back when there were camera shows. And am fascinated by because the form factor is very attractive, right? This yeah. is a what is this thing? I don't want to be wrong. You know what? <laughs> I'm it's been so long since I've been plugged in. It includes Let's the built-in meter. About, it's yes. the debut
1: of the Nikon F uh yeah. Nikkor 35 2 uh, yeah. fixed 50 2.5 lens. Yeah, it's an
0: interesting-looking, funky SLR, <laughs>
1: super basic, right? Uh, with a
0: Nikkor lens and a really ugly logo on the front, really ugly. Uh, and uh, I always find these things kind of fascinating. My understanding is not that reliable. I think you're right there. Yeah, I think but, you're right uh, there. But people never love used them. It people do love them. Often I have seen people looked with them. at it. Yeah, yeah, I, I. Flirted with getting one of these recently, but it's like I barely shoot my Nikon F. So I felt like I couldn't justify it. Right. But uh, Nickerex 35. Very okay, excited. We, we okay. We don't have, By the way, we don't have, we have time not for We haven't even this. told
1: our listeners what we're doing here. Well, I'm we telling you them. that's what I was getting what? to with the romance of the beginnings and what this show is.
0: Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have a. I, I am so at sixes and sevens. Do you know, Gabe? This is okay. I want you to romanticize. I segment. want you to
1: romanticize after I'm this going segment. To, okay after this segment. Here okay, we go. We're talking about the cameras of 1960. Please continue. Yes, we are. N- okay, ready? Nikon S3M. Whoa. Oh. See, see, I knew, I knew oh. this would get you. Yeah.
0: Oh, this is the. <laughs> is this the half frame S3? <laughs>
1: this is the first 17.5 times 24 frame yes. rf camera oh. and it accepts the motor drive for continuous it shooting up to the motor six drive. I frames saw per these come
0: yeah very very rare uh it's obviously a nikon rangefinder i saw one of these come up for sale a couple of years ago and it was you know of course everyone uh, all our legions of faithful listeners bombed me with emails saying here it is jeff you're half a cookie dream come true right it is probably one of the finest half frame cameras ever made there's only eh, maybe 100 200 of them right that i didn't know i mean let me look this up i don't want to again i'm an idiot who does not like to be wrong okay the s3m here's your okay here's an article saying here's your chance to snag a super rare s3m oh boy oh man are they pretty wow uh, I don't see a list of how many were. Uh, oh, here we go. There were 195 units manufactured.
1: Okay, that's crazy. That is crazy. 195.
0: The last time one came up for sale, which was a couple of years ago, sixty thousand dollars.
1: That's unbelievable. That's yeah. crazy. That's, that's crazy.
0: That's a lot of half of cookies. Wow. Um, man, but. A delicious machine, uh, an enviable machine. If any of our listeners are S3M shooters, I would very much like to hear from them. Oh, please. Wow. I would love okay, to hear Okay, this from is already a banner awesome. year. Here we go. Wait, okay, wait, wait. The wait. My speakers Flex. have changed. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm going back, and this will all stay in the podcast because I don't edit anymore. Keep That's going. Right.
1: The Canon Flex, the first Canon SLR sold in the United States uh, of America.
0: Wow. The uh-huh. original Canon Flex. Yes. Wow. First well, we talked SLR. a lot about the Canon Flex. Yes, we did. You know,
1: uh, because I've we, almost shot every one. Every time
0: this comes up,
1: <laughs> Gabe, have you put a roll through that machine yet? I have put half a cookie through that machine. Oh God! That, that roll there. Man. I'm going to. I, I say I this really every time. I
0: really want to hear. I know you say it <laughs> handles well, but I want to hear the verdict on those I Canon know, Flex lenses. I know. Yes. All right. That's exciting. Boy, this is a banner year. All right. Ready? On we go. Pentax.
1: Yes. Pentax, yes. Yes. The Spotmatic, the world's first <gasps> SLR camera equipped with a TTL metering system, is exhibited for reference at Photokina.
0: Ah, well, you know i can't say it enough these are among the most underrated slrs i actually just gave a spotmatic as a wedding gift
1: oh that's nice though i
0: threatened to do that a lot a friend got married i gave him and his wife a black body spotmatic with a beautiful lens it looked absolutely immaculate that camera feels so good in the hand it is such a lovely machine i you know i put it in the top three most beautiful cameras and they take great pictures and those Takamars are cheap and good. Ah, oh, Spotmatic, a life changer. We love them. Yeah, okay. we
1: recommend that a lot. That's a really good camera. Okay, Rolleiflex, 2.8F. Yes. Woo, doggies. That is a beautiful well, camera.
0: This is a Gabe special. Let's hear it.
1: I have the 2.8E2. Yeah. Um, And there's a couple of the differences, but I have to tell you that... Any camera in that world in the in the late 50s, like 58, 59, 66, somewhere in that world are my favorite Roloflex cameras. They oh, just feel good in the hand. I don't know what it is, whether it's the weight of the 2.8, which is much heavier than 3.5. It's just yeah. something about those cameras I love. And I, you know, obviously religiously use my uh, 2.82, which is from 1959. Yeah. And the next year, the 2.8F came out. So... Yeah, I just you know I love it, and the the crazy thing is, you and I have talked about this next camera a bunch when okay. we when we've been at LA Film Camera, the Roloflex Rolie Magic, the much maligned. What I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yes, you do. When you see it, you'll go, "It's the ugly uh, one." <laughs> oh, the ugly one. Let it, me look this up. It takes wow, great keep pictures. Going. It takes great pictures. Just look up Rolie Magic. Oh, People yeah. People hate oh. this camera. People are so wow. mean to this camera. Oh,
0: they are hideous. It looks <laughs> like a seagull. It looks like one of those kind of like, oh, I don't want that. It was the wow. first
1: TLR equipped with an automatic exposure mechanism.
0: Hey, how about that?
1: And uh but the issue is no one liked it. It just became this this camera that just and it also same thing as you say at these camera shows, it would sit on the bargain table like people just really were not wow did not love uh, it
0: you know that might be a bargain yes i'm looking at this mm-hmm. huh it can shoot 16 images yep. four by four on a roll
1: yeah
0: how about this it uses front cell focusing instead of moving the whole lens board Right. very interesting right very interesting wow that's a how good one about that that is, TLR and a with automated exposure control i'm very interested in that okay this is thrilling you what can probably a find them in,
1: okay ready for this Yes. The Zeiss Contorex Special.
0: I don't know what that is. Boy, this is a stumper. Look that up because that it's I cool. Know.
1: It's the It has interchangeable viewfinders, um, wow. built-in exposure Zeiss meter. let see if Damn, you can find it. A it's a good one. Ooh. Cool, right? Apparently quite rare. Yes. How about this?
0: <laughs> Contorex Special. Ooh, very handsome. Yeah. Very handsome see? camera. I know you this by now. This one. one which is for sale, goes for 2300
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. How about that? Next up, Gorgeous. my friend. You ready? Look Very this one nice. up. Very nice. Yeshika Yashica 35M.
0: What? Oh, uh-huh. my God. You are killing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yashica 35M. Is that No a... one really pays oh.
1: attention to this camera, by the way.
0: What in the world? Oh. Oh, I know this. Yeah. Yes. The Yashica 35- 35... Wait. 35M. Yes. I don't know what I'm looking at. All I see is Electro 35s.
1: No, it's the... Uh, is it the... I don't think Why, it's like 35 they, Model M. Yeah, yes. could
0: yeah. 35 Model M. Wow, look at this. See? Mr. Ekman did a nice rundown yep. of this. A
1: very handsome rangefinder camera.
0: How about this? By the way,
1: could we give a shout out to Mr. Ekman because his... Stuff is so helpful and informative. Incredibly and I just helpful. Love and his article. I'm I love how he something. writes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Earlier today, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I was listening to an episode they just did about Yashika and Nika. These guys, Mike does a great podcast. I think they just did something like their 60th episode. They are great, even though they give us no love. None. This is true. We were never even mentioned no. on that show. Never. We will give them love because you know what? We are not transactional. That's how, how we that? are. We love them. Yes. We're we and we're are not afraid evolved. to say. It. Yes. We're not afraid to give love to podcasts who do nothing for us. Right. Nothing. Right. Okay. This is anyway, exactly true. This is a very handsome rangefinder camera. So Ekman did glad. a little report on it, yes. which we will link to. Yes. But uh rather attractive. Ready for ah. this? Very nice. I like. Okay.
1: Okay. Our last one. Wow, what a list. It's the Leica R five. Okay, baby, let's hear about that it. That was the third what camera is in the, the R series, yes. Um, and it's the second lights camera body that was based on the Minolta XD11. And the right, fir- the first one was the, uh, you know, like R4. And when I was starting out, and was first getting into Leica, and I had a Leica R4S, I believe was my first one. Yeah, there were so many comparisons with those cameras, so I was always interesting, and I never had one. But I was interested in getting an MD11 and comparing the feel. Yeah. And seeing what's like that. So, if anyone out there has done this, please let me know because I really, I'm always interested in that Minolta XD11 and uh, seeing how that works and then comparing those lenses. So, it's a good one.
0: Wow. And that's what I got for you. And uh, what
1: a list. Welcome to episode six. Oh, my God.
0: That is great. This has become my favorite segment. I love it. I love it. By the way, I want to say to the teeming masses who we've ignored for a while. Yes. We've ignored the masses. Yes. If you happen to hear us do cameras of a particular year, you're like, damn, you left out my favorite. Yes. Well, write into us, iDreamOfCameras at gmail.com and fight us. Tell us that we ignored it. I really love hearing about this. We stuff. love that. That is a great list. You know what, Gabe? Yes. Most podcasts, when they reach a milestone. Yes. They would probably lead off by talking about it.
1: I tried. I tried. It didn't work.
0: Uh, I failed <laughs> to pick up on what you were laying down. Uh, I've been very distracted, which we can talk about if you like. Yes, but we should. But anyway, yes. This go on. is our third anniversary episode. Three uh, years.
1: Three. Three years. years people. On November
0: twentieth, we hit our third anniversary. We're now into our fourth year. I love we're it. We're in our fourth year now. I love it. I dream of cameras turned three. On yes. November 20th, the day before my birthday, by yeah, the way. But we don't need amazing. to talk about that. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> and as you know, we promised a blockbuster episode. Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, we failed to deliver. Thoughts? We,
1: we are going to be delivering. Don't you worry, because I talked to one of the participants in oh, that yes. uh, in oh, that episode while doing. you were in the restroom. And yes. I think uh, everything's going to work out just fine for us. I
0: will uh, echo that the participant mentioned to me, actually not long after you had that conversation, when are you having me on the show? There you go. She said this unbidden. Yes. So I guess that needs to happen. I don't know quite how we're going to do that. We're going to do but, it. Uh, we're going to do it. So yes, uh, it may not be uh, a round number, but <laughs> it will be a wonderful episode. Yes, it will. Um, It'll be very enjoyable. Yes. Um, the other thing uh, we will get to in the back half of the show is the prodigious mailbag. Do you know something interesting about a prodigious mailbag?
1: That is prodigious?
0: If you s- yes, beyond the fact that it's <laughs> prodigious, if you stop reading emails on the show, people stop sending them. Oh boy. They have tapered off, which is a good thing because we have a very deep mailbag we're going to get to in the back half of today's show. Lots and lots of wonderful feedback from the teeming masses. We are always so grateful. I want to start by reflecting upon the three years past. Oh yes, please. I do. went back and I listened to our
1: first episode. <laughs> How'd we say? When was the last time you did that? You know, I did actually listen to it because I was so amazed that first of all we were just doing it. Secondly, we yes. had no name. It was no so name, fun. Right. Like it was, it was just as fun.
0: It was so good. It. Yeah, it's remarkable how we just dove in. We had no idea. Exa- I have said this many times. Gabe and I did not know each other all that well. Nope. We had had a couple of conversations about cameras prior to this, but uh, it was a new enterprise and a new friendship. And I was really struck by the banter was pretty good from the jump. Yes. I was kind of struck by that. And the fact that our, you know, we are characters now you know we're yeah. not just human beings but we are characters, characters and it yes. struck me that what people know about us yes the things they like to make fun of
1: about us <laughs> yes the dichotomy, plenty. plenty to make fun of yes
0: yes the dichotomy of gabe and jeff was already in place even in that first episode right you are a person who doesn't care if a camera is thrashed <laughs> you just want it to be usable I am compulsive. Like all of these things, the collecting bent that each of us has, it was already in place. So it's very interesting to see that even in the pilot, like any good pilot, the characters were quite well established.
1: Look at that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So uh,
0: (laughs) I wonder if any of our listeners have gone back. We do hear from listeners occasionally who start at the beginning and go through the entire canon. Uh, wait, you know what I got to do? I have to text my girlfriend, uh,
1: a good night message because oh, look how I'm sweet. far from her right now. You, I, I, I am far they're
0: from They're in
1: separate cities. Oh, almost yes. across the country.
0: I'm in Los Angeles. Yes, you are. Right now, hoping to see my friend Gabe. <laughs> I was just here, what, 10
1: days ago or something? Yes, we had a lovely time. Yes.
0: Uh, was that seriously true? Was I here like 10 days ago? Yeah. I think Actually, I
1: was. it was less, but yes, go on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was here 10 days ago. We had a birthday dinner, which we're going to talk yes, about because yes. there were some photographica exchanged. Yes, amazing. Then I flew to New York for birthday and Thanksgiving and then flew right back to L.A. because I am directing a couple of episodes of a new NBC comedy. Oh. And sadly, this has separated me from... From my love for these two weeks, she has obligations of her own, and so I am pining. And that means when I get a good night text from her, I'm going to respond right away because that is
1: the kind of man even if that I'm in the I middle am. of a show. Did you see that, people? Even, even if we're in does? the middle of a show. Oh my gosh. Even in the middle of a show. Now, let me that? ask you something Have you yes. had any new camera acquisitions?
0: Well, a couple of new things came my way. Oh, first of all, I was gifted. Two cameras for my birthday. Oh, my goodness. One from each of my girlfriend's sons. Okay? okay. Now, Can you... He, wait, 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 wait. You're, yes. You
1: need to he- play that back and say it again, what you just One said. Each of my each girlfriend's... Of my
0: girlfriends. Sons. sons Yes. is that, a, is that an unusual but, thing to say well because
1: it could be it could say like you could also word it and they there's a couple of girlfriends and oh each yes of those that's girlfriends true a couple gets... of girlfriends that's true <laughs> my
0: girlfriend has two sons each of them gave me camera. okay uh one of them was a camera we actually covered uh very very recently yep. it was the original 1963 kodak instamatic so cool The idea being, let's give Jeff a camera that was born the same year he was. Totally great. How about that? I love that. So I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do with it because it's a 126 camera. But it appears functional, and boy, is it handsome. So that was number one. The other camera I received, oh, my goodness, was I excited about this, a Kodak Retina 3, capital C. So cool. That camera is just so cool. Do you know that machine? Yes, Yes, okay. I do. Do you own one of those machines? I
1: I own a Retina two, I believe. Yes. I have to go look. Yes. but I I just they feel so solid. Like they feel like Absolutely. a camera that you can just take into battle. It's amazing. It
0: feels. I mean, look. I don't own a lot of American cameras, which is why this gentleman gifted me one, because he happens to collect American cameras, and specifically Kodaks. He has a Kodak Ektra, which is right now being attended to by our trusty dusty camera repair guy. Yes. Okay. But uh, uh, anyway, the Retina 3C is getting a thorough once-over right now, but I played with it a little bit, and my God, this thing exudes quality. So beautiful. I mean... It reminds me a little, it's a folder, as the Conoscenti know, and it reminds me a little bit of my Voigtlander Vito 2A. Yes. It is extremely well engineered. It's got a compore shutter. It just feels like a quality machine. It feels like Kodak's kind of last attempt at making a machine for pros or advanced amateurs. Nice rangefinder. It's got a meter which probably will never work, but who cares? Doesn't lovely matter. lens. It's a great game. cannot wait to use this thing. What a bonanza! So I'm very excited about that. By the way, it is the capital C. Yes, which is more coveted than the lowercase c for reasons which are esoteric and we will not get into because this <laughs> is not that kind of podcast. Yes. So yes, there was some other photographic exchanged at birthday dinner because my birthday is three weeks after. Gabe's birthday yes so gifts were exchange would you like to talk about what you got
1: look I was so excited <laughs> when I opened my little package because it is a camera that I have seen Jeff use and I've even seen him do a selfie-ish shot and a timer shot when we were all with all yes. of us it was beautiful yes. in New York um uh the P The peas, the beautiful, beautiful Minolta peas. The Minolta peas. Yes. I love it. And I have just loaded it up today. Great. And I am going to use it this week. I just, it's such a beauty. And I got some beautiful film, which was very exciting, as you know, because I'm shooting a lot of 120 now. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was an amazing night of Photographica. So good. And And I must, I must say one more thing. Yes. And, uh, the beautiful life book, which is just, oh. I mean, I am in, I'm about a third the way through, but it is so dense in the best way possible. And it really tells you, it also shows the, um, almost the pitch letter for the magazine in the first few pages. It's just yeah. amazing. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, this is an incredible new book, which we talked about uh, in a previous episode that I actually don't have yet. Oh, it's called so Life good. Magazine and the Power of Photography. And I saw it at Rizzoli in New York and I was like, I know somebody who needs (laughs) this thing. Gabe Sachs. I love it. And you know, I've talked about the impact Life Magazine had on me, so I knew that you would love that thing. So Um, good. As for the Minolta Peas, of course, when I fell in love with this camera, I bought like four of them because I knew I would be giving them to all of my friends. And you got the prize of prizes, which is the gold one. Oh my
1: gosh. It's so cool looking. I had no idea there was a gold. I knew there were other colors, but I did not know it was
0: gold. Also, please note, that has the date imprinting function. Yes. Which not all of them have. So yes. just make a decision about whether you want the date imprinted in <laughs> Maybe the lower I'll corner of the will Go back and photograph.
1: forth. It depends on the, my mood. Now, I got some more stuff
0: from Gabe. Gabe also gave me some film, which was great. <laughs> and he gave me a sort of a Lego set of a Rolly TLR, which I have not
1: assembled yet, it's but I'm very so excited about. So good. To I do. got that as I got one as a gift. And loved it so much that I bought another one. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. It's I, so cool. I'm excited to yeah. put
0: it together. And finally, and I want to talk about this just a little bit. Thank
1: you, Brandon Sedman. by the way. Go on. You
0: got me an Ixmoo. Yeah. Did you know that?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. It's not a filka. No. It's All right. An it's an a. It's not an <laughs> Ablon. It's an Ixmu. Yes. Okay. Huh. Leica has these very strange five-letter <laughs> alphanumeric codes for their products. Uh, those who are in the know understand that what I am talking about is a bulk-loading cassette yes. that is, wait, I'm going to pull it out of this drawer. It is specially made for Leica cameras, though it doesn't work exclusively no. with Leica cameras. And it is a special sort of light-trapping cassette with no felt. That has a linkage in the bottom that when you put it in your Leica. And this works, this one, the IXMoo, works in Leicas all the way up to the early M6. How about that? That I did not The Filca does not. So this will work in a stock M6. When you turn the key on the bottom of the Leica, it turns this linkage on the bottom of the cassette and opens it. And then, so that it is it is open to the light, and therefore there is frictionless transport of your film through the camera. When you open the back, yeah. it closes the little dealie so that your film is protected from light. What a beautiful device. They were smart, so huh? I'm excited. By the way, it also came in, you know, Leica being Leica. It came in the most beautiful Yay. case. Look at that. <laughs> so... This put me in mind of a device that I bought, which is similar, that I got a while ago. And I think we might have even talked about it on the show. This is a universal bulk loading device, which works in a similar fashion, but not exclusively with Leica. Oh, wow. This is, see this? Look. This is the Shirley Wellard, Shirley-Wellard hyphen cassette. And it works in a, apparently you can use this in an Olympus OM-1. That's so cool. Downward pressure on the device opens and closes it. So in other words, if your camera has a rewind crank right. and you can push down on it, you can cause that to open and close well, that's the little amazing. guy. Isn't that great? That's amazing. Very cool. It's an cool. incredibly intricate machine. They're highly collectible and neat. I have yet to use one, but I'm excited to try this out in my bulk loader. And there are a couple of YouTube videos that explain how to do it. Oh, I love Have that. you ever used one of these Gabe sacks?
1: I have not used one of those. Those look really cool, and I love the name. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Xmoo baby, not the Filka, not the Filka. The Filka only works, I think, with Barnack the early yeah, three Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. It was a bonanza, it was so much photographically fun. speaking, and a great birthday, followed by a great Thanksgiving with my extended family, and uh, by the way, which is also the name of the show I'm directing, um, and uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, nice it plug. was just a great time. It was great.
1: I love it. How was your Thanksgiving experience? Everything was lovely, um, except for one part of it where I decided to go on a Gordon Parks Life Magazine hunt on uh, eBay where I failed to read the listings closely, which is a problem I oh, have. No, When I get oh, excited no. about a camera or something like that, I go, I got to get it, got to get it, got to get it. And then I read the listing after I've gotten it. And of course I've gotten something wrong. So I wow. ordered four copies of late forties, early fifties life magazines. Okay. And all had really amazing Gordon Parks pictures in them and great articles. and, great. Very excited about them. The first one came and it was very thin and it wasn't very heavy when oh, I got no. the package. And I said, Oh my gosh, this is a super light, light issue. And I opened it up, it was only the cover.
0: Oh no. And you
1: know what the listing said? It's only what? the cover. Oh no. <laughs> so oh, no, I did that no. twice. Oh And no, then the other no. yes, and the other two, because I ordered them all within 15 minutes. And then the other two were perfectly fine, but you know what? So I have a couple of covers that I'll, that'll just now, be sitting around.
0: You like having a vi- a vintage life magazine around. What is that going to do? Is it going to live on your coffee table? I ju- I, just going-
1: I've i gone through it. I can't believe the ads that are in them. I can't believe oh, sure. the uh, Montauk house for a uh, estate on the water for $35,000. Oh my god! Uh, that great. which was a lot, and yeah. uh, and then seeing all the film processing for twenty five cents and fifty cents, and it's seeing the cameras. It's so cool. I love those. I mean, I also love obviously old camera magazines, yeah. but those things are really, I love them. Early That's life great. magazines. There's there's always early fun early stuff life to open. Magazines. And, wow, checking those out. Cool thing. But uh, yeah, wow. so people, search. Don't be like me. Search that eblesting carefully before you purchase anything.
0: Yes. Uh, I did a little bit of uh, hunting around on eBay because I started seeing this banner on eBay that said, like, 20% off for Black Friday. Oh, wow. Damn, maybe I should go shopping and buy something. Well, of course, I found things I wanted. Right. But when they say that, it's only on select merchandise. Mm Mm-hmm. Like It's not like you can get anything on eBay for 20% off. Right. Like if you bought a Cadillac, you would get 20% off. <laughs> I'm an idiot, in other words. <laughs> one thing that I zeroed in on, Gabe, what? tell me I don't let, need a Nica 3L. Just tell me I don't need it. I texted you, you at the time. What? Yes. Let me
1: tell you this. So my, my thing about it is it's a beautiful, like the more I thought, the first thing I said to you was, yes. do you really need that? You don't need that. Yes, and then I was like, "That's a re-, you know." A couple of days later, I looked at it again. It's a really good-looking camera, and I haven't yes. used it, so that's why I probably wasn't so encouraging. But it is really a beauty.
0: Uh, it's that it's that sans serif logo <laughs> on the black enamel that keeps getting me. I know that. Listen, I we Gabe and I texted about this. I have a Canon P. That is a wonderful rangefinder that's very similar it's like a screw mount right it's very evolved it's handsome uh, it handles well it's got all the frame lines a Nikkor 3l is going to give me a very similar experience why do i need this i have a leica m3 i barely use that i tried to unload but somehow like crossed wires with john makele mendiza made it so i could not do that but anyway <laughs> um what do i need this for plus they're expensive and I'm trying to justify it, like, okay, I'm going to direct these two episodes, so I should buy myself a present. <laughs> well, yes, you always do that, so you should. Yeah, but I don't know if I, if I'm getting myself a present, I don't know if this is the one to get me. I just need, you know. And I was listening, as I said, to Camerosity, and they talk briefly about the three L. Again, this is something Ekman has done a lengthy precy on. Um, I, I I don't know, I don't know. I'm I'm wrestling with it. I I have a couple on my eBay watch list, gang. So feel free to swoop in and steal them. <laughs>
1: oh, and I'm my taking goodness. a hard look at that. It's a good looking. You know camera. what else I
0: found out from them? What are you aware of a camera called the contacts Preview? The Contax Preview. Preview, spelled just like it sounds. Look this up, and it will blow your ever loving mind. Do you know what this is? Get ready.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Yes. What is it? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. In our Polaroid episode, oh back in goodness. the mists of history, back in the mists, I spoke of a Forcher sure ProBac, right. which was an aftermarket back for several 35 millimeter cameras that would enable you to put two 35 millimeter images on Sony PacFilm. Okay? On one frame of Sony PacFilm. Turns out, there is a purpose-built camera that does exactly the same thing, one image. Okay? It is you load it with pack film, but the lens that goes on the front is the Contax CY, you know, Contax Yashica bayonet mount. Okay? The shutter operates at 1 to 1000th 1, second with X sync at 125. The whole idea is this is a proofing camera, right? Which is what the ProBack was designed for. Oh, wow. This is a camera that does nothing but shoot pack film with contacts lenses. Now, it's very interesting because there is one for sale on a website here for $1,900. Ignore it. Yeah. These things are on eBay for 119 100 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yep. Do I
1: need? Yes, that I right.
0: need.
1: A contacts preview. Yeah. And you can borrow some I of my contact lenses from the... Uh,
0: they're so damn cheap. Yeah. Under a hundred bucks. Yep. Talk about a way to use up your uh, pack film. Here's a dumb way to do it. That's amazing. 90% of your image is going to be black. And at the center will be a single 35 millimeter frame.
1: <laughs> but the confusing so part is the, uh,
0: is the viewfinder is also very interesting. If you look it The up. viewfinder is like a periscope. Right. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. But of course <laughs> it fascinates me because it's a Polaroid
1: right. 35 millimeter hybrid. Right. And you can show people and they it just comes with a magnifying glass so you can see the image. Yeah. All right. What other photographic
0: adventures have you had?
1: Well, know you have a lot going you know, on. I got to tell you that the, um, there was a lot of, you know, in other words, the last time when I talked about the LA yeah. photography club was a great meetup in Pasadena. And this Saturday, December 2nd they have another cameras yes. and coffee my favorite thing because ah. it's cameras and coffee and I don't have to walk anywhere really just hang out and talk yes. to people it's so much fun and that's at Alibi Coffee 10am to noon 2268 nice. Venice Boulevard you should go to that and um, you know that's that's pretty much the adventures I had one shoot in okay. Venice and with my friend Julia and then uh, I've got some shoots next week so I'm very nice. excited to do a bunch of film shooting
0: what what will you be bringing? on those I will shoots? be bringing
1: my where is it? I'm looking for it. My contact six four five. My right. Minolta peas. And oh yes. My latest acquisition.
0: Oh, here it comes.
1: What this? Oh, you is, got a rebel. This is the Rebel two thousand film camera that I found for fifteen dollars. Yes. And Trev Lee the forty. Yeah, has told me about this pancake lens.
0: It's a forty millimeter pancake. Forty right?
1: two point eight sharpest thing you can imagine. It's wow. unbelievable, and this is so light that I feel like of I can throw it in the car and just leave it there all the time, and always have that camera with me. I love it.
0: Amazing. Yep. I came very close to buying like a Rebel Ti or something. Mm-hmm. Five
1: bucks. Oh boy, that's Five a deal. Five bucks. Five bucks. I just couldn't tell if it worked, so I didn't buy it. Well, the but for thing five is, bucks, I, I shouldn't should tell either. For $15, I took it home, put batteries in, it worked as good as new. And also, that I does. can, you know, you can put any pro lens, any L lens on this. Yeah. And it's incredible. Very exciting.
0: Wow, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, over in uh, Jeff Land. Yes. I hesitate even to mention this camera for fear that I'll be struck by lightning. Um, I do now have a partially repaired pentax es2
1: what is partially repaired
0: the meter doesn't work oh no now i'm not going to recap the whole saga except to say that i found a chrome one i didn't know they came in chrome i bought it i shipped it to repair it the meter seemed to work I shipped it to Repair Guy, it got damaged by UPS, UPS paid the insurance, I bought a second ES-2, (laughs) shipped it to Repair Guy, he took the greatest hits of all the parts and assembled them into a camera that functions except for the meter. I am now reading articles of people who are either rhapsodizing about their ES-2s and how much they love them, or talking about how the ES-series is cursed. Oh, boy. I say the latter. Oh no, the ES series is cursed. I'll never do this again. Oh, I don't want to well, do it you again. say that I'm a never lot. Never going but... to buy. All kinds of people have been messaging us. Some of them may be in the prodigious mailbag saying, "Oh Jeff, I have an ES and I'll give it to you. I'll sell. It. I don't want it. I don't want it in my house. It will curse my other cameras. I don't want it. It's too upsetting. My screw mount enjoyment. What I have been out shooting with. Get this. I don't think I told you about this. Mm. I have been out shooting with my Mamiya C-Core 2000 DTL. That's right. My rare black paint 2000 DTL, a camera I did not know existed before I bought one that allegedly didn't work on eBay. Got it back, found out, works perfectly. Spot meter. SLR with a spot meter. Very cool. I am enjoying this camera so much. The 50 millimeter, I think 1.8, I want to say 1.7 lens is lovely. So I put some medium slow film in there so I could take advantage of that two thousandth of a second shutter speed. What fun. I think this may be the SLR that comes back with me to New
1: York. Oh, boy.
0: Yep. Yep. It's a delight. And then other than that, you know, the other thing that is going to happen, which I have not done in a while. I am going to be breaking out the Olympus Pen EE3 because, as you know, that is my favorite on-set photography camera. (laughs) So I'll be doing a little bit of backstage documenting with that thing in my back pocket as the week wears on.
1: That is very exciting. How about that? I love that.
0: What else do we have to say to people before we move on? Anything else
1: going on in your world? I think it's all about... um... I think it's all about, well, first of all, we apologize for the delay in this. There were a few surgeries involved, and I am fine.
0: had some stuff. I had
1: some surgery. I am fine. I am uh, getting through it. I will be uh, done with it probably in four days. I'll feel much, much better, but it was really a few weeks of just exhaustion and pain, but all good now. All, all good.
0: good now. And he's bionic. Guys. Yes, I am bionic. He's bionic. That's all I can tell you. He's bionic, and uh, we're all very happy about all that. All good. Yeah, it was because I had a thing. I was not doing well. We just we kept talking yes. about recording, and one or the other of us started moaning. Right. So we're very happy we're, to be back with you. We're much
1: better with, without the moans. Yes, we're, yes. we're
0: much better, and we're happy to be back with you. I don't know that anyone noticed we were missing this time, <laughs> uh, which concerns me, but that's okay. We're here. That's okay. Exactly. Uh, is it time to take a dive? I
1: think we have to. Gabe.
0: All right, folks. Now, I am going to say I am not going to abridge these things as much as I usually do because I think our listeners deserve some care and attention. Oh, I think that's so, a good idea. We got about 20 to 25 minutes left in this broadcast. We are going to go through as many of these emails as we can, and the rest are going to get kicked down the road, gang. Just bear with us there We are trying go. to do justice to your deathless pros okay <laughs> all right so without further ado here comes the prodigious <laughs> mailbag okay first up mario piper of the gen x photography podcast sent an audio message no we don't do that we don't do that, guys, and especially since this audio message featured far too much praise. We also don't like praise from you people, okay? We are not Marian Murphy, okay? So, that's a deep reference for regular <laughs> listeners of the podcast. Here's what he described. He talked about his love of Pentax Spotmatics. He has a black Spotmatic 2, a Chrome F, and... Several Takamar lenses previously owned by a Vietnam vet. Oh, wow. Mario's favorite M42 lenses. Here they come, and I want your thoughts on this. A 135 millimeter f2.8 Vivitar, which is his favorite focal length. What the living what? Mm-hmm. He also has a 135 millimeter f2.8 auto chin on with a leather red grip, which he bought for five buck. And and auto sears 28 millimeter f 2.8 with a lovely scalloped focusing ring he also loves the vivitar 200 millimeter f 3.5 notice not a single lens in this bundle that was made by a manufacturer these are all aftermarket lenses yeah okay he then went on to praise us some more okay but we don't do that How dare he. mario thank you for writing i want to throw this to gabe what in the
1: world a
0: guy whose favorite focal length is 135 reaction
1: okay here's the deal those lenses are always in the bargain bin yeah. and the truth is that i'm always curious about well i i just i sort of ignore them but i've never shot with them so yes. i'm really impressed that he he probably shot with them and loves them and they're probably great um i think 135 I, I it's crazy. 135 of the year, some fashion photographers have started using them again, and some are getting, you know, more and more popular. And I just think it was a focal length that people just ignored. Like, no one wanted it for so many yeah. years. So, I'm pretty impressed. So, I'd love to see I some shots with Just,
0: that. yeah. In my bundle of ES2 junk, I actually got one of these lenses. I got a 135. I think it's a Tokina. Uh-huh. And I guess I'm going to give this baby a try. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's a good portrait lens, but I just never feel inclined to break out one of these babies. The longest lens I've got, I think, is an 85mm 1.2 Canon L, which I love. But, like, again, you I'm using try that for it. portraits. So I'm going to give this a yeah. shot. Maybe I stick that one on my 2,000th of a second, 2,000 DTL. See what happens well, there. I like anyway. That. Thank you for nice. the inspiration, Mario. Perfect. Next up, our dear friend, Professor Bear Brown. His subject line, flash and math. He <laughs> says, first, let me start off saying bye. Wait. First, let me start off saying I hate math. I ask Siri simple questions of addition even during my classes. I am a creative. I went to an art college after graduating school, plug Central High Class 247, (laughs) in hopes to escape it. Epic fail. I have attached an image of the dry erase board on the first day of my cinematography class. For the longest time, I feared the flash. But when I got my Bush Pressman Model C, I began to start using my flash more and more. He attaches an image of an inexplicable series of equations, which I think are about how light diminishes with distance. Anyway, but getting to the point, Finally, I use flash guide numbers all the time. I think we asked this in a previous episode. I set my flash at 10 feet, then meter it for ISO 400, 125th shutter, and use that as my basis. I've attached a pic of my Canalite D for my QL17. Sure enough, he has written on the side of the flash, guide number 90, ISO 400, 125th. That's how he does it, man. So here is a guide number guy. Gabe reaction
1: I hate math too and no matter Ah. how many times I will be able to see this thing on the back of a flash I will still second guess and go well well, that can't be that easy like I'm always second guessing I'm always just doing a test you know and seeing oh this will work yeah yeah Yeah. Very impressed. I,
0: I, you know, I remember doing a lot of research on guide numbers when I got my Olympus 35 RC because there was a guide number scale on the bottom of the flash. And I wanted to see if my Olympus PS120 flash was compatible. And it was a lot of to doing. And I realized, you know what? I'm just not going to shoot with flash. How about that? Wow. Yeah. But lovely. Let's hear from other guys. Do you use guide numbers? And do you use math? Here we go. Next up, Alan Daly. His subject line, no praise, complaints. (laughs) Episode 60 and ES2 and Polaroid. I'm already excited. Dear Jeff and Gabe, following a listen to your last podcast, episode 60, I thought I had to email you both. This is a complaint email. No praises here. Oh, boy. I love this. I have recently gone from part-time working retirement to full-time retirement having hit the mid-60s and I was a happy chap. (laughs) I had my small collection of film SLR and rangefinder cameras and one pesky Nikon digital and I was content. To keep fit, I go out for a cycle ride every morning and thought I would listen to a podcast of some description and found I Dream of Cameras and have binged listening over the last months. I really hope praise is not coming. All right, here (laughs) we go. Any second, it's going to be a praise. First off, your podcasts are too short at just over an hour. Uh, uh, Gabe, what is he What is he talking? What? He says, do you realize the hassle of unclipping the pedals to stop and then start another show? Because you chaps want an easier life. My bike rides are almost an hour and a half. Please do better and make the shows longer. Uh, wh- what? What? Are we going to make the shows longer oh my to goodness. service this what, man? Please, what's happening here? Then he says, I also find myself almost enjoying the broadcasts. Where are the technical, boring, mind-numbing discussions on cameras and lenses that no one wants to hear, yet the presenters think we do? Oh, boy. I am cycling, and I need boredom to focus on the roads. There are enough car drivers trying to kill me and my fellow cyclists. When I am fully focused, you guys are pushers. (laughs) Every show I listen to, I end up looking and buying a camera that has been discussed. I don't want to be Gabe with his hundreds of cameras and dozens of Leicas, <laughs> but you are both doing a good job of pushing me there. I did say I was now retired. I had enough money, or so I thought. I now realize how to make a small fortune in camera buying. Start with a large fortune. I love that.
1: There you I go. love it. Yes.
0: He also said, Stop talking about new cameras on your show. I am now the owner of more Pentax, Canon. Ricoh and Olympus cameras, never mind three half a cookie cameras, oh my than I will ever need. And especially due to Jeff, the pusher and X Pan 1 with the 45 millimeter lens is now in the collection. This guy has a right to be mad. Yeah. Damn you, sir, he says. He's right. Think of your poor listeners. Just repeat details of the same cameras mentioned in previous shows from now on. This is good advice. <laughs> Now about your ES2 camera, it may well be a demo camera that has only the one speed. It is branded as a demo after all. I'm so sorry, that's not true. If it is, let me know. I have two ES2 cameras, including one in the rare chrome condition you want. I will happily swap you the demo to ask as a dust gatherer on my table for a fully working and great condition chrome ES2 to satisfy at last your M42 itch. And he sends a picture. Okay. Okay i'm gonna to say to you alan if you are dead serious about this wait
1: oh it's gonna be happening live on the show ladies and gentlemen it's here it comes if
0: you are dead serious about wanting to swap for the demo all right okay let me hold look this
1: he's up. in the uh oh
0: this is the demo yep. es2 that i bought well you're gonna to have to put up with this dent in the top right if you still want to swap fine but I don't think you're going to want to. (laughs) Look how nice it looked. Honeywell, oh, and it says, oh, God. He goes on. Alan, he goes on. Your discussions throughout your shows on Polaroid bring back memories of my employment in the very late 1970s. I began as a sales rep in the UK, selling the great SX-70 range, leading on to the fantastic 600 cameras and film. This is when Polaroid film was, well, Polaroid film and not this nonsense they are selling at the moment no hiding the film away to avoid it seeing any light when developing when we launched the 600 film and cameras in 81 it was in the Mediterranean in Malta to show that take pictures to, to show that to take pictures in bright sunshine was easy. can you imagine? This was me in the early 1980s, and even 40 years later, the colors in these photographs still look vibrant. Why, with all the technology and smart people we have in this day and age, Polaroid just can't focus on getting the film stock right.
1: Colors and consistency is amazing.
0: Instead of another gimmick camera. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I was good at my job, had lots of sales. Some say it was my fantastic personality. Others say no one was going to argue with Darth when we walked in together and I harangued the buyers. (laughs) He includes two... Absolutely amazing photographs. One is him standing at a Polaroid display with a great beard, and the other is Darth Vader in the same display at Norwich Camera Center, 5th and 6th November. So these photographs are 40 years old, and they look amazing. Then there is a picture of him with the getting the special edition do what yeah he's giving the dealer oh he said another great thing was the endless supply of free films cases and cases full of boxes to get rid of oh i live in nottingham in england oh (laughs) i know jeff visited the photographical exhibit exhibition last year perhaps you and gabe to make it to next year's show on 12th may 2024 you want to go yes it has a new, improved venue next year. It's bigger, Gabe, so even more opportunities to add to your camera collection. Oh my. Lots of tempting black Leicas. Oh boy! You guys need to visit more camera shows. Anyway, enough. I would say keep up the good work, but if you have read this email, that is not the case. Oh, <laughs> and one last complaint: if poor—and I do now mean poor—folks are writing into you, start reading the prodigious mailbag. Okay. So let's say in TV executive terms, there is a spark in there to develop. Oh, boy. Great email. Alan, we love it. I believe Alan is a new correspondent. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for that. Lovely. I especially love those Polaroid photographs. Hey, speaking of Alans, (laughs) who do you think might be up next? Alan Johnson, Alan
1: Stevenson, Alan... No, I, I.
0: This is our uh, uh, official correspondent, Alan Perez. He's practically the third Beatle at this point. Yes. Here we go. You have been stoking a serious case of gas in me. <laughs> I just want to say, I think we may institute a new rule that we are never going to mention that term on this oh show. My what goodness. do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: All right. Nothing exotic, I just keep thinking of reasons to buy something new. I love my Olympus XA, but would really like full exposure control in a pocketable camera. So wouldn't a Roli 35 be great? It would. On my daily walks with my dog, I see what I think would be interesting shots, but they are low down and my knees rebel if I crouch. So how about a TLR? Smart. Or what's Jeff mentioned his new Canon F1n, I thought I could use one with prism removed with my Canon FD lenses and the Minolta P's just sounds like fun. I finally realized, what I need to do is gasp. Oh. That's not a reaction of shock or shortness of breath from asthma, no gasp, as in, go and shoot photos. Alan, I love this. Stop dreaming about new equipment, just put film in a camera I already have, go out and shoot. Find some new locales, new subjects, take an object, try some new angles, experiment with speed and ISO and aperture combinations, maybe even try and take some pictures of people on the street up close. So I'll give myself a few months and see how I do, but I won't stop listening and writing Alan Perez. I love it. That's great. I love it. Yep. We talked about this in an early episode, and I want to revisit it. Many of you have substantial collections of cameras, okay? You know what? Choose the one with dust on it, all right? Look at your shelf, pick out the camera with dust on it, go out and shoot it. Give it some love. Give it some love. This camera, oh, this will soon have lots of dust. Oh, God. I wish I hadn't pulled that out. It makes me cry. (laughs) I'm so excited to read this next thing. This is not strictly speaking an email, but it is a comment. We are still getting comments on our 50th episode video. Oh, boy. Which is at tinyurl.com slash idoc50, by the way, if you haven't seen it. The subject line, which we did not choose... Our friend Chris Chu chose it. Yes. Is, is Vivian Meyer overrated the 50th episode <laughs> special? Would you be surprised to learn we're still getting comments solely based on that oh, yes. title? Oh yes. A gentleman named Craig Swanson, who has a face I really don't like. Oh no. Wrote in and said, And who are you two guys again? Oh, boy. I guess a couple of sitcom producers are more qualified to question the validity of Vivian Meyer's work than the curators of the Leica Gallery and Galleria Coms Arc in Switzerland. Quit pretending you know what you're talking about and stick to producing mindless television for the unwashed masses, says Craig.
1: Gabe, you wanna feel that? Um uh, but is there a reason? Is there a reason for the hater aid, as they say? All Craig read was the title. Oh
0: boy. But you know what? I'll take it. I'll take the loathing. I'm fine. You know what, man? I'm happy in my life. I have love. I have work that's meaningful to me. Yes, I am going to stick to producing mindless television. Thank you very much. I love it. By the way, hate mail
1: is great mail. We'll take right? it. We'll take anything we Bring can get it seriously.
0: Thank you for that comment, Craig. You, I'm not even going to say it. I. I love it. I love it. Next up, Martin McPherson. <laughs> Martin McPherson, here's what he says every time. Here he comes with what he calls a diatribe. Oh, boy. He says, Hello, fellows. As your Dreamer correspondent Polaroid evangelist, I must, of course, comment on the hubbub around the new Polaroid i2. I mock the community that has whined up and down about the need for an instant camera with manual controls and then complained once they finally got one. Yes, it's expensive. Yes, the film isn't as good as it used to be. Yes, it's not an SLR. It's not? Oh, damn. It's still awesome, and I want one deliriously. It takes all three film types. You can adjust the settings on camera instead of in app. It autofocuses. It's precisely what we asked for. Can you imagine if Polaroid had built and released an SLR? How much do you think that would have cost? I see some. So let's stop there for a minute. Thoughts, reaction? What do you think? Are people ungrateful for whining
1: about the i2? I'm not sure all of them have used it. This is my thing. No one has. You know, this is my thing. Is that I feel like when they. When you feel it, when you have it in your hands, it feels like a more understandable Polaroid. Does that make any sense whatsoever? It feels like one of those things that you get it. Like you go, Oh, I see, you know, this, this makes a lot of sense. It feels like there's more, you know, you can see, you know, with the, with the readout there, it just seems like it's a more together Polaroid. It's just very expensive. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, I don't know if I'm not just going out and getting the old SX 70.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, did you see the, Kodak has released a brand new, up to the minute, technologically cutting-edge Super 8 yes. camera. Yes. Did you see what it cost? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the new Polar, the new Kodak Super 8 camera, has a manufacturer's suggested retail price of five thousand four hundred and ninety-five dollars. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> Martin continues. I see someone finally bought that Pentax SB2. Is it at a certain secret camera repair guy, Jeff? No. Someone snatched it. Yep. Someone snatched it. Gang out in Listener Land, I would like to know who snapped that thing up. I mean, it was only 50 bucks. Yep. Somebody got a great deal. Martin goes on. My eBay wish list is a wild chameleon changing regularly. Right now there's a wide range of items, including the Agate 18K half frame. The Minolta Prod 20 point-and-shoot. What? The Mamiya M645 and a Konica C35 automatic that comes with a marine underwater housing. I already have a C35. Those are great cameras. But with corroded battery wires, the shutter does open, but who knows what settings it's giving without right. power. But it's one of my favorite rangefinders, despite the automatic settings. C35, terribly underrated. It's small without being difficult, a la Olympus SA, and I have an interesting accessory filter for it that allows for focusing down to 0.5 meters or 19 and half inches. I challenge you to find another rangefinder that can do that. Well... This isn't a range finder, but my XA4 macro will do that anyway. Thanks for reading my diatribes and reading the others you receive too. Maybe every third episode should be a mailbag episode. The mailbag fills up a bit and you don't feel fresher to fit as many as you can at the end of the regular episodes. (laughs) Keep shooting. Martin McPherson. He is audioper on Instagram. Thank you for writing as always, Martin. And thank you for sharing your eBay wish list, which as we know, our listeners will raid. Yes. All right. Would you like to hear another comment on the YouTube thing? Oh, yes. Because they're still rolling in. Yeah. Someone who was too chicken to provide their (laughs) real name and instead chose the name Fixed It said, no, she's not overrated. She's underrated. (laughs) Gabe, thoughts on this? On this searing critique of our episode. Thoughts? I, I think she's rated it?
1: just right. I think that <laughs> Did she, he fix it? Uh, he didn't fix it. But and I will say that she it. has been rated just right. And uh, some of those images are amazing. But I understand the feeling that my partner here has. That's all I can say at the moment.
0: Unbelievable. By the way, there are more of these coming. I don't know if we'll get to them all oh, in this prodigious mailbag. But there are half a dozen more comments. On we go. James Rufus Akoya Corin, I love this guy, and not just because he has four names. He wrote, to correct me on something. Oh, I love this. The subject line is, a Minolta, not a Hassie, was the first camera in space. Get ready. Gents, not to out-pedant Jeff, but I wanted to correct something from episode 61. Wally Shiraz Hasselblad was not the first camera in space. That honor belongs jointly to a humble Minolta. Oh, wow. In fact, the same Minolta hymatic also mentioned in episode 61, and a screw mount Leica. Before his first flight, John Glenn bought an Ansco Auto Set, a rebranded Hi-Matic. NASA engineers built a special grip and external viewfinder for it, so Glenn could use it while wearing his flight suit and helmet. You can see it, or possibly a replica, on display at the Science Center in L.A. How about that? I want to see that. That's so cool. I do, too. So, yes, the late, great Minolta beat Hasselblad to space and tied with Leica. Sources below if you're interested. Keep up the good work. James, Rufus, Akoya, Corin. I love it. I believe, by the way, when you mentioned this, I wondered if John Glenn were the first photographer in space. That's really interesting. Very interesting. Hey, guess what? We're going to close out this mailbag with a second one from Alan Daly. Now, I don't know what to do about this when people write multiple beautiful emails. What should we do, Gabe?
1: What should we do? My feeling is they get one shot, but if it's beautiful, I can't deny it. So let's hear it. Okay. This one's a little lengthy, and that is why it is going to
0: close out the Prodigious Mailbag for the time. We have a lot more emails to yes, get to. Yes, we We'll get to them promptly in a subsequent episode, but this is what Alan Daly says, and I like this email. He says, the subject line is episode 61 and thingies and new grain. He says, well, Jeff and Gabe, you did it again. On episode 61, another fun packed adventure making me lust after more cameras whilst dealing with the prodigious mailbag or as my soon to be less than favorite daughter is telling me as I spend her inheritance, dust gatherers. (laughs) I'd like to say it was your best ever episode, but I can't. No, you can't. That is praise. Yes. So instead, let me discuss what I have been up to instead. I continue my daily exercise on the morning cycle journey and having listened to the latest batch of my Dream of Cameras episodes and the earlier ones, I thought based on the... De- oh, and the earlier ones, I thought based on descriptions were the most interesting. Who knew I could be so wrong? I love that. I now find myself delving further into the vaults of syndicated podcast history. And what do I find and hear throughout? <laughs> Poncho and Lefty have a thingy. And they seem to be running around most of Hollywood and New York Fashion Week, with a whole host of Cameron Fashion Camera fashionista proudly displaying their seemingly good fortune. The thought of Gabe's celebrity chums together with seven and a half foot Jeff with why have one X-Pan when you can have five <laughs> X-Pans proudly emblazed on his body and 15 camera strapping Gabe trying to cover up the I love my half a cookie text in case folks get the wrong impression about his own personal equipment, all wearing their mankinis, running around the swimming pools of Hollywood, moving to a jaunty Fred Corey beat shouting, we have a thingy is making me swerve toward those pesky car drivers. Could that be the best sentence in the history of the mailbag? It could could.
1: this is what i'm thinking by the way yes that is going right to your brother and he is going to yes. make that shirt that yes. says all of I that love
0: my epic. unbelievable <laughs> i look forward to the next episode when jeff will be detailing how his deeply engaging thingy photo walk tours <laughs> up to the magnificent getty heights have been going down a storm and no doubt acquiring camera fund money by selling autograph printed photos of his hero richard meyer so good but wait it's all in a good cause i hear to fund another x-pan purchase in case the spare x-pan fails after the original x-pan <laughs> is frozen up once more my god alan you know us so well so good i just hope The good-looking merchandise boffin Greenstein brother, he's referring to Keith, doesn't now start producing a colorful range of I Dream of Cameras keenies and adding them to the swag on the website for the love of the great camera god. Stop it. It's happening. Okay, that's amazing. Then he goes on. And now for a shameless plug that hopefully is of appeal to the community. I recently came across two young men at the recent Analog Spotlight event in Nottingham. Tim and Erish, who have set up a fantastic app for the film community. Oh, wow. And this industry always needs young blood to continue to invigorate and grow. This is an app called Newgrain. He says it's called Newgrain and it's a digital space for the analog photographer oh, I love where this. they can, for free, share their best work, connect with other photographers, and master their craft. It allows the user to post tag information such as film stock used, camera, lens, format, push pull film lab, film expiry date, scanner, et cetera, and to be able to customize their own feed by filtering it by film stock type and film format, et cetera. Just search for new grain, one word, online, and it will quickly take the user to the app. Anyway, enough, great show, but can't tell you both that, so keep practicing, Alan Daly. That is a great tip. Fantastic. These two guys seem awesome. We are going to look into this new grain, guys. Let's hear some feedback if any of y'all have used this app love it gang we're at an hour six (laughs) so what that means is it's time to bring to a close (laughs) this edition of the prodigious (laughs) mailbag gang thank you for your patience with us we love you you so very much you as always can write to us and be confident of a response at idreamofcameras at gmail.com. Also, (laughs) I have lost track of how we
1: do this show. Okay. (laughs) Gabe, any
0: final thoughts before
1: we roll those credits? Well, my final thought is that... Please, I know I said it once in the show, but please read the fine print on eBay because I've already been looking on oh, eBay yes. for other stuff, and I just feel that I'm going to screw up again. But be patient. Take a deep breath before you press that buy it now. That is my advice for you. Please. Please. inspire beware.
0: I do want to ask this, though. This episode is being recorded on November 28th, and I have a feeling it may go out on November 28th because I got to ship it fast because it's I have to, to rehearse do. a cast tomorrow. Yeah. It will go fast. Let's hear Christmas gifts for photographers, okay? If you have any great ideas, going beyond, look, we always need film, right? Yep. If you have any specific ideas, Christmas gifts for your favorite film photographers, could be Hanukkah gifts, could be Kwanzaa. Whatever you could want. just be New Year, whatever it is. We'd like to hear some ideas, okay? So let's hear them, and maybe our special anniversary episode Special Blockbuster episode will be coming sometime in the next couple. It will. All right? Uh, as always, you know how to write to us. I just said so. You can go to I Dream of Cameras to look at all of our back episodes. By the way, no one remarked on the fact that I highlighted how funny... <laughs> the subtitles are I and mean, they have no one even checked them out but you can go to idreamofcameras.com to check them out find all of our episodes and all of our merch which makes a great christmas oh, absolutely dip, including the dream team series which i am gradually acquiring all of also you can follow us on instagram that is idreamofcameras on instagram you can follow gabe Sachs. he is gabe Sachs on instagram IMS Jeff Greenstein, because Jeff Greenstein
1: continues to be a tax fraud felon. (laughs) Uh,
0: Gabe, whom do we have to thank?
1: We need to thank the amazing Keith Greenstein for giving us such a beautiful look and hopefully for creating this new crazy mankini (laughs) t-shirt with all these craziness uh i love yes, it i love yes. the it Alan and, the allen daily special Alan daily special and then of course fred cory for his amazing music and composing and uh just technical genius very 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 appreciated and uh I, I i thank everyone who has helped me make decisions in this camera world which is many of you out there so thank you all
0: yeah and listen three years guys we would not continue doing this worth and not for the support of the teeming millions of listeners you know we were just named one of the best podcasts by uh, apple by the way
1: very exciting just saw an article
0: today saying we were named one of the finest podcasts out there by apple look it up um and uh so thank you to those of us who uh, those of you who propelled us into this extraordinary adventure
1: very very appreciated all right gabe
0: Walk us out of
1: here. Okay, guys, I have a challenge for you. I want you to do the under $95 camera challenge. I want you to shoot film. I am going to do it with my 2000, my Rebel 2000, and I got the pancake lens for like 80 bucks. So it's a $95 for this entire package. Get out there and shoot it, and please send us your pictures. I want to see shots from your $95 cameras even if it's a $35 camera just do it send it to us we love you and we will see you next episode